and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Messigon, your host. Let's pray. Our Father, our God and Maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless, transform, liberate and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 21 verses 18 to 20. Matthew 21, 18 to 20 using the New Living Translation. It reads, In the morning, as Jesus was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry and he noticed a fig tree beside the road. He went over to see if there were any figs, but there were only leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up. The disciples were amazed when they saw this and asked, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Let me read the account of Mark. We can learn a lesson in biblical interpretation too, even though that is not the focus of today's podcast. The next morning, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry and he noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off. So he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. That evening, Jesus and the disciples left the city. Now that was Mark 11, 12 to 14. Mark 11, 12 to 14. Now I pick it up from 19 to 21 using the New Living Translation. It reads, The next morning, as they passed by the fig tree he had cursed, the disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Matthew's account situates the story right after the temple cleansing incident, if you read the whole chapter. While in Mark's rendition, Jesus cursed the fig tree before the temple cleansing incident, and it was the day after that they observed the withered fig tree on their way back. Mark's account gives more details than Matthew's in that it specifically mentioned that it was Peter who spoke for the disciples after they all observed that the fig tree was dead. Also, Mark added the little detail of the tree withering from the root. Another detail to note is that Matthew captured the incident, well, the crux of it in three verses, 18, 19, 20. Mark's account on the other hand spans way more verses than that. Did Jesus cause the fig tree? Yes. Did the fig tree wither? Yes. So the incident is true and happened for real. 
we just got greater detail from Mark than we got from Matthew. Therefore, there is no question as to the veracity of the incident. Having established that and given one of the rules to apply in proper biblical interpretation, which is using the Bible to explain the Bible rule, let's focus on the lesson of this episode. Immediately Jesus spoke to the fig tree. The fig tree died, but it took a while for the death to manifest. Meaning, as Jesus and his disciples left that spot, anyone that came upon the fig tree right after would not have noticed any difference at all to the fig tree. I usually give this example to my children that I'm about to share now. If you, listening to me, get out right now and pluck a leaf or say a flower from a life plant, it dies the moment you disconnected it from the life plant, but it still looks fresh as if nothing happened, just like the others that are still on the life tree. But give it a little time and it starts manifesting its reality of having been caught from the mother plant. It decays in that it is dead. I had a case recently where I declared the word of God over a situation. There was no instant sign that the word declared worked. It took me quite a while to understand that it is not in all occasions that situations change, healing takes place, or any other case of instantaneous miracle occurs, immediately the word is released or a prayer is made. I listened to a lot of preachers on that and especially Kenneth Hagin, but still pondered why it was so. This particular situation that I had to handle seemed not to have changed at my prayer and the declared word. Well, it seemed, I said. After some time had passed, I get a report that the situation has changed and the person of concern experienced a turnaround. I was so grateful to God for that. I know God answers prayers, right? I mean, I have many personal testimonies to that effect, but this was a powerful learning curve for me. While praying and meditating on the reverse situation, my mind went to the story of Jesus and the fig tree that I read from Matthew and Mark earlier. Mark's account was what first came to mind. The fact that it was the next day that the fig tree manifested the declared word. The word that was spoken happened immediately it was declared, but the effect took time to be visible. It further made me appreciate the faithfulness of God to his word. The word of God has an everlasting lifespan, a forever lifespan if you prefer. We must bring ourselves to that place where our absolute reliance and trust is in the word of God, irrespective of how we feel, what we see, and whatever the situation may be. The word of God is the surest. Psalms 119 verse 89 Psalms 119 verse 89 using the New International Version reads, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Eternal means forever. Endless. Matthew 24, 34-35 Matthew 24, 34-35 using the Passion Translation reads, 
I assure you, the end of this age will not come until all I have spoken comes to pass. The earth and sky will wear out and fade away before one word I speak loses its power or fails to accomplish its purpose. This is very powerful. Whatever the Lord says will surely, definitely come to pass. You better believe it. I have chosen to believe this literally. You should too. Why? Faith is important, especially when the word is personal to you. But there are some times when God decides to manifest his sovereignty and in such situations, he vetoes all. Isaiah 14.24 Isaiah 14.24 using the Amplified Classic reads, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought and planned, so shall it come to pass, and as I have proposed, so shall it stand. You want to start dancing and rejoicing when you hear the Lord say good to you, which he has. You too can say it is written just like Jesus did when he was tempted by the devil and you won't be lying. In fact, you can also say like Jesus said as recorded in Hebrews 10, 7. Hebrews 10, 7 using the New King James Version which says, Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God and you will be speaking the truth. You too can pick any verse of the Bible and say like Jesus did, boldly before all that this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your presence and you will be right. Keep believing and keep saying the word. Be rest assured that he makes all things beautiful in their time. Sooner or later, that word that you believe and you are holding on to and keep saying will be experienced by you. It will become your reality because God's word never fails. Amen. That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So you see, Love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to the podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, in righteousness. Stay well and blessings.